As business owners and marketers, we are always looking for ways to save time and increase efficiency because content creation, one of our key tasks, takes a lot of time and energy. And if we reinvent the wheel each time when we create content, it's kind of a quick way to burn out. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the copy we write and the best way to maximize our content and squeeze every last drop of juice out of it. Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative, while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. So today is a bite-sized deep dive into ways you can recycle your copy. So this episode we've called The Wonderful Alchemy of Repurposing Content to Make Life Easier, Save Time and, most importantly, Save Your Sanity. (laughs) So what we really want to talk about is extending your reach to a wider audience by giving your content a longer lifespan and also content which you can revisit again and again. So what do we mean by repurposing content? So content repurposing is the practice of taking existing content and transforming it into different formats to reach a wider audience. Or you can take that um, that content that you've done and republish it on different platforms. So why should you do it? Well, It's all about saving time, but also about sustainability. Reusing, recycling, repurposing. Yep. So all very green, all very green. (laughs) So as, um, as digital CEOs, I quite like that title, we want to maximize our time investment in the digital space for, for sort of three main reasons. We want to reinforce our messaging. So getting known and remembered for one thing also it's just loads more efficient I mean creating new things every day is is bonkers so we can batch content creation and we can save time doing it finally by maximizing our assets uh, we avoid burnout which is something you know we all want to do you just you know reinventing new things all the time is just exhausting yeah. It's exhausting it's, and it's mad because, you know, you've created things, you know, that you can you can reuse. And I think today we just want to show you how how you can do that. And there's a really good example that we have used before. So we're recycling this example. Yeah. So as a home cook, this is this is this is an, an um, analogy that you came up at Ella, but I'm stealing. It. Yeah, love it. Um, so home cook. So you take a main ingredient like minced beef. Yeah, so so this might be yeah a piece of content that you have created but bear with us so you can change it so you can add pasta sheets and a bechamel sauce to make a lasagna 
So you're slightly changing your copy to make something slightly different. Um, you can add spaghetti to make a bolognese, chili and rice, put chili on carne. Um, we can go on mashed potatoes, add mashed potatoes to make a shepherd's pie, or or you can freeze it. So you can you can create a whole load of of mince, a mince in a in a tomatoey oregano garlicky sauce. Uh, you can freeze it and then use it later. Yeah. And when you later you can add all of those ingredients to make it slightly different yeah I love that analogy I just think it's a really fun thing I can really sort of visualize that because you know we all cook and if you can do if you can do that with some meat sauce then you know you know already how to repurpose your content it's absolutely the same concept and principle exactly so if you know how to do that that analogy kind of explaining about a piece of content that you have created and if you know that you can repurpose and um we're going to continue to talk about that now so yes how to serve how to serve six different ways <laughs> so how well we also we coined like there's two main methods um which we've coined the multiply method and the deconstruction method so with the multiply method it's about taking one idea one piece of content and using it across multiple platforms multiple times Okay, so the same content spread over different platforms. You can use scheduling tools to publish this all at once, or you can, you know, use stock rotation and circulate it, a bit like Minnie's um, freezing uh, your meat sauce and using it at different times, okay? And scheduling tools will allow you to plan and organise your social media content posts in advance. Um, and there are many, many of these, you know, some are native to the individual platforms. For example, Meta Business Suite will deal with your scheduling your posts for Facebook and Instagram, but there are third-party tools like Buffer and Later and Tailwind for Pinterest and Hootsuite. So that's the multiply method. The deconstruction method is more about taking one larger piece, typically a larger piece of content, and breaking it down into multiple ideas. So slicing and dicing into different pieces. So for example, taking a blog post and using snippets of that uh, to create a whole batch of social media posts, okay? And this existing content, you can transform it into a new format, which you present quite differently. And it's a quick way to create new content for your social media channels. Yeah, one thing I'd add to that as well is uh, deconstructing uh, video content too, because you might uh, do a YouTube video and you can take snippets of that and you can then distribute them in various places. Yeah, yeah, like shorter video clips that you can put on, again, on yeah. other social channels. Take a video clip and embed it into an email that you send to your audience or on your website as well. Because YouTube is owned by Google, I think Google will pick up, is more likely to prioritize that in its search engine definitely um, rankings so it's likely to pick that sort of stuff so that would that would be a smart thing to do too if you are mm -hmm. if you're doing video so yeah so remember that you can do that yeah. so why should we do it and i think i think it's probably obvious but there is no need to reinvent the wheel every time every week <laughs> if you're clear <laughs> on your main topics and themes you can use these as your content foundations so think of them laid out on a roulette wheel. You spin the wheel instead and just comes out at different times. But essentially, you know, you're saying the same sort of things, but in a different way, potentially. It is much more prudent to reuse it. And please, 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 please remember 
that not everyone sees 100% of your content anyway because of algorithms and, it, it, you know, the chance of somebody, everybody seeing it is, is nil. So repetition is good. And we would say absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and let's think about how we can do it efficiently as well. In the spirit of time saving and good organization, we would use systems, you know, because the aim ultimately is to be able to locate our content quickly and easily so that we can easily repurpose it. So there are systems that exist like Trello, even good old Google Drive or your just basic hard drive, um, databases like Airtable, um, ClickUp, which is a, another sort of thing like Trello. But pick a system that works for you to organize your, you know, start thinking of it as a content warehouse. You're starting to build this warehouse of content, uh, which you can then revisit and go back to. Also, in the spirit of efficiency and effectiveness, think about scheduling. Now, a colleague of ours or business owner that we know, Paula Tadzik, has um, a brilliant magic she calls it her, she's her business is magic tagic she's got the magic organic social media masterclass and that includes with it she's got a great system it's actually just a spreadsheet but it shows you how you can spread out 18 pieces of content across sort of six main categories so your content pillars if you like to create a rolling program of, of six months of social media content so there are there are scheduling tools there are systems that we can use and put in place to make this an easier and then when we think about what choosing what to repurpose. It's important to check your analytics, have a look in terms of your content. What, what were your best performing posts, blog posts, social media posts in the last month, in the last quarter? And look at the engagement that you had on different types of content that you've already published, which got the most engagement, which points resonated the most with your audience, what got picked up on. Listen for those signals and then double down on those bits of content that got the most response um, and then think about those with in terms of what new avenues can you explore with those bits of content and decide on the ways you're going to repurpose that if in doubt you know you can try a few different options and messages and test test the reaction and compare you know it's a, it's a yeah. experiment experimentation game as, as much as anything it is and also a, you know a different a different title to something might resonate better on a different platform too so if we're looking at our top tips there's a really good quote by um ross simmons which is create once distribute forever and that's a really good that's a really good mantra and it's a really good mindset to get into mm. um, when you're creating content it's thinking about how you can distribute it slice and dice it etc etc so with that you know you're starting with the end in mind so think about carefully about when you're creating something how you can distribute it as wide as possible and it's a good idea to jot down some notes as to how you might share it before you even even start writing it and ross simmons who is a content distribute distribution expert he, he would call that a distro doc but mm -hmm. um you know the systems i think you've talked about it depends what you we like trello don't you but obviously you mm. can do that you know however you like the point there is is just to think in advance you know how might this piece of content be used across multiple platforms or be sliced into different messages and just have that in mind yeah mind mapping I suppose mm -hmm. as well so how you could do that before you you start before you start creating um, another tip is to make your content platform appropriate so 
you know some if it's a long form piece you know you can't obviously reproduce long form content on all of the different social media channels or online so it's about thinking about what's appropriate for what platform yeah um, like you wouldn't put a whole blog post necessarily on twitter um, no, no you break you, that down into a twitter thread or something exactly in terms of images we think canva is fantastic for resizing you know you can literally at the touch of a button make your visual just change size and that's obviously best for optimizing the platforms that you're on yeah in fact canva have um a tool called quick create which is about you design one post but it instantly yes in one click will reshape it and reformat it to be a linkedin post a twitter picture an instagram post a facebook one the only thing about quick create i mean it's great in that you can just it instantly does it in one sec but it uses templates so you have to choose one of the canva templates of which they are a little bit limited in design i mean you can customize them but i do feel it looks a bit like it's been churned out as opposed to your own brand style so much but you, you can play with it it's worth having a play with because it's kind of a, a magic hack, if you like, to creative yeah. different size graphics for different platforms in one go. Yeah, particularly if you're pushed for time as well. Mm. Um, so other tips that we would say is obviously beware video watermarks. So if you do create a video in in app um, and you get a watermark, just be really careful because, you know, Instagram doesn't like it, for example, if it's got a TikTok watermark. Yeah, TikTok it. does watermarks, doesn't it? I don't it think does, it, yeah. If you made an Instagram video, I don't think you can export it for one if you do it natively in Instagram, but um, it wouldn't have, it doesn't have a watermark as far as I know. I don't you can download it. I mean, I, I would always use InShot anyway if I was going to do that kind right. of video. Right, yeah. So, um, that has no, oh, actually it does have a watermark. The free version has a watermark, but it it's does, very yeah. inexpensive from what I remember. About 30, it. It's about £30 for lifetime or something. It's really not expensive. Yes. It's inexpensive and then you don't have a watermark on your video. So no, exactly. But I think our biggest tip is about, it's really the whole thing about repurposing content. It's all about being smart and intentional with your content creation. We could go for some more examples, actually. You yeah, know, a blog, yeah, a, a blog post or an article. So you write a, a blog post and then you can just turn that into multiple pieces of content because you might have a bullet list that you can just pull out and just use them separately. You know, it's it's, it's actually when you sit down and look at it, there are multiple things and multiple ways of using a blog post or article and redistributing it smartly to a really wide audience. Yeah, um, like, um, you know, you can use the the key premise of it the content as in your email marketing you yes. can copy and paste this into an article on linkedin um, yep. and all on, on those social blog platforms like medium and um substack and things like that so there are multiple ways it doesn't have to just sit there lonely on your lonely little website no no it mustn't i think the thing is it mustn't do that i mean that's just madness because you you need to <laughs> We need, you know, you need as much help help as possible on the internet yeah. to get. Unless you know you have hundreds and thousands of people traffic to your website every day, but you know, there maybe big brands might have that, but for many of us small to medium sized businesses, we don't have that. We don't enjoy that much traffic to our own website, so we really need to make the effort to 
to publish it further beyond exactly and that, and, and perhaps um, as i'd said earlier perhaps change the blog title you know add some diff- some keywords mm. so if you, if you if you've got it on your website have it maybe have a slightly different title so that it will capture um you know the google crawlers yeah so you can tailor it to the different audiences definitely different types of content you can you can use it again for multiple platforms so let's say for example you're trying to get your message across in a in a visual visual way but obviously with text in in a carousel and we'll remember that linkedin is good for carousel posts as well as instagram whereas facebook's not quite as good for carousels so you might be better off putting that literally as just text in a post mm-hmm. um, but also those exact same words that you've used in your carousel you can just put them in a twitter thread so just think about that same content but how you can slightly change it or mm. change the carousels are good in that they're kind of and twitter threads as well as it flows doesn't it as a sequence and it's kind of like having a bullet bullet point list. So if you've written a blog post, which is essentially a listicle, you know, top 10 reasons I love co- working with copywriters, for example, you know, you can then just literally drop them into the format of a thread or the format of a carousel and publish it. Exactly. Well, when, for example, when we've done one of our podcasts, we create a snippet on Headliner. And what's really good is we create this snippet, but we can we distribute that onto facebook linkedin instagram we could put it on tiktok if we wanted to Mm. but you know that one piece (laughs) of content you know can go on multiple channels so that's great too and yeah that's that's not written content necessarily it's audio content but we'll probably put a caption on that as well so that it can be read and in fact Minnie, to give an example of repurposing at its finest um this topic that we're talking about today Uh, is an example of Minnie and I repurposing our own content because this podcast started out as a chat on Instagram live well it started out as an Instagram post post and then uh, a bit later down the line that was picked up by um, a tech pixie community and we were invited to present it at present on this topic at social media summit so we created a slide deck um, all about content repurposing and we presented that and now we are verbalizing it to make this podcast episode and beyond beyond the podcast as well we can use this now um that's one piece of content we've already used four ways but we'll you know we'll be writing a blog post we'll be doing the show notes from this and a twitter thread as well to promote um as well as as a little headliner clip which we'll promote across our socials when exactly. the episode goes live yeah, and also you probably use some of it on your own stuff, your own, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I will too. A natural evolution of this topic as well, isn't it, for us? It is. And and actually, we have changed it a bit. So, you know, it isn't it isn't frozen. We, we, this, this podcast is not a complete regurgitation yeah. of what we did a year ago in the Instagram live. We have, if you like, frozen it um, and then we have um, pimped it up. Yeah, <laughs> to be <laughs> we've added more color and more life and more. We have so just a few more examples. So you can replicate something from your website, or let's say you've written um, a LinkedIn article, or you've written on a social blog like Substack or TypeShare or Medium. Remember these these social blogs like Medium, TypeShare. 
they have a, a very helpful built-in distribution channel. So you can literally write it in TypeShare and immediately you can publish it to Twitter and to Medium and LinkedIn now, can't you? So yeah, well, it asks you, doesn't it? It asks you where else you'd like to publish it and then you can just tick the boxes as appropriate. Turning key points into a tweet or a LinkedIn post, publish the whole thing as an essay um, on Twitter, which we which you know you can take you can take a screenshot of it or just publish this as an essay or then later take those points and turn it into a, a twitter thread leveraging your content as much as possible but don't forget you, you know there's other channels like um reddit quora there's the part of slack now that is the public part of slack and relevant facebook groups so don't forget that you can distribute the, your content in other ways, not just on the social, you know, the, the sort of core channels. There's other ways that you can do that just by commenting on Quora and, and posting a link. You know, you can get, you know, you get your message across there. Mm. Another example is your brand story as well. You know, having um, created a brand story for you and your business, you know, you can take those values that represent that you stand for, um, what you stand against and any messages and, and promote those things in multiple ways across multiple platforms, but also in a, like we've many just said, in a very conversational way in Facebook groups and conferences and things like that. And don't forget email. Don't forget, you know, you can use the same content. We've said this before, you know, you can tell people about this new blog post that you've done or or um, do snippets of a YouTube that you talked about earlier. Another really easy win is to, you know, if you've written a tweet, you can screen, literally take a screenshot of it and then put that on your LinkedIn or put it on your Instagram or put it on your Facebook or put it on a Facebook group. And, you know, all these things are just like really easy, quick wins to get your messages across to a wider audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I do know that there's, few different content creators who really recommend going all in on one platform to start with so keeping it simple especially if you're a new business or a, a micro business like your business of one person it's better to go deep instead of wide and scattering your content and trying to be on all the platforms go really deep into that one platform and I, I know somebody um who has gone all in on twitter built her audience there eve chapman ev chapman she's called yeah yeah Built a really good, strong audience, a solid base on Twitter. And now she is taking her Twitter content over to Instagram and she's literally lifting it and putting it in the Instagram format and with great success. And we know a few people like this. I think there's Dickie Bush and there's Justin Walsh who've really built up a big audience on whether it's on LinkedIn or, or what have you. And then they're taking their content to another platform and in, in a really simple way. And Eve shares her methods. Um, for example, she's doing exactly what you said is those sort of screenshots of the tweets or using those tweets and just putting them in into the Instagram posts and, and doing it like that. If you're actually selling product or selling services, again, I think it's really important to go deep to start with because you're, you will also know, because you'll have done your research, obviously, <laughs> where yeah. your audience is. So there's no point in in being on LinkedIn, you know, if necessarily, if if you're trying to sell cupcakes, you know, you might, you know, you need to find out where people are. Well, I'm sure that business people probably eat cupcakes, but maybe you're more likely to sell them on off Instagram or or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think it's recognizing that 
you know, you can't do everything. And the purpose of us talking about this today is really is about keeping it simple. So we don't want to feel, people to feel overwhelmed that they have to, you know, put this, that and that there. And, you know, it's, it's really about having a system that simplifies your content distribution. Definitely. So just be really clear on your platforms of choice. And I think if you've got a really good marketing plan, you'll know what your content buckets are, your content plan. And then really, really importantly, we think is to make this distribution plan too. And just be organized. And we, you know, we can't reiterate enough that it is a good thing to do and it is prudent to repurpose. And you might think you've got some dusty old content from a few months ago, but actually that's you know in reality that is gold dust today so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dust to gold dust so do it do it so yeah amazing how one piece of copy can fan out into multiple platforms reach more people without reinventing the wheel every time and without thinking up new things every time yeah unpopular opinion but I think this is good is to see what others are doing as well and and use other people's ideas for inspiration and do it your own way other people are repurposing and reusing content all the time. And, and once you recognize that people are doing that, you'll see it. You'll see what people are doing and they might change it slightly or not. But it is a smart thing to set out to do and see what other people are doing mm. and do it better. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no monopoly on a good idea. No. Um, exactly. use it. Obviously, we're not plagiarizing, we're not copying somebody. And if you are. Um, do want to lift somebody else's copy then you need to give them credit for that and maybe ask their permission <laughs> if necessary ultimately no problem getting inspiration from how other people are doing it and making it your own there are ways that you can cross post one piece of content at the same time so more and more app developers are building in this functionality to share the content from their tool toward to other platforms in just one click and i guess this is the multiply method in action you know, you can essentially feed two birds or two to three birds with one seed, if you like, this way. So it's an optional feature and you can turn it on and off on some of the platforms. For example, TypeShare. TypeShare is a social blog library, if you like, where you can build up your blog posts and it has a ready-made audience of people looking out for these blogs. Um, so you can build your audience there. But as you publish your blog, it gives you the option to do it, as publish it on Twitter as a little thumbnail, publish it as a Medium post, publish it as a LinkedIn post as well. But you, there's Instagram now will cross post to both Tumblr and Twitter. Um, I tried this. I didn't think it was great because when I posted, when I shared my Instagram post onto Twitter, it just appeared as a picture. and the caption but it 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 looked like an advert for twitter because what the uh, for instagram because all it was really doing was taking asking the twitter reader to click onto instagram so it was taking them away from the twitter platform which felt a bit fraudulent to me but there you go there's meta business suite and you can adapt one single post and customize that for both facebook and instagram at the same time our podcast our website that we use PodPage that auto posts our episode each new episode can be auto posted to facebook linkedin twitter a platform like streamyard to cross post your live videos and webinars in real time <clears throat> but there are limitations to these you know they don't call it hack for nothing it's kind of like <clears throat> it's not great you must check the formatting because your post might doesn't always look good on 
the shared platform. And sometimes you can't always, well, you can't always go in to say, if I share my Instagram post onto Twitter, there's no way I can then go to Twitter and edit it and change how it looks. It kind of, it is as it is. So you can't always edit the content once it's been reshared and republished. I think we should sort of round up. I'm going to do some key takeaways. So don't forget, there are infinite possibilities for one idea. Create for your audience. Don't be afraid to recycle content. I'll say that again, actively do it. Keep things simple, make life easy, and then just be organized. Block time, block time, whether you do that each week or each month to do your planning and your distribution plan. And, you know, the most important thing is be intentional with how you will use and reuse each piece of content or asset you know, video, whatever it is you create um, with this strategy. So in conclusion, I think, you know, creating single use disposable content is false economy. Uh, when you only publish it once, you're paying a really high price for your time and energy. Alternatively, when you pro- proactively create content with the intention of distributing it and publishing it widely, is much more sustainable and viable. It does take a little more forward planning and thought up front, but it does pay dividends and saves effort and time in the long run. So this is also how you begin to get known and remembered for that one special thing that you and your business does. It's how you establish your personal brand. And remember, you know, on average, only five to 10% of your total audience are likely to see your social post at any one time. So you really don't need to worry about repeating yourself. It just won't happen. But businesses that are capable of effectively repurposing are quite few and far between. Therefore, if you are able to distinguish yourself as being purposeful in every piece of content or design or publication, you'll be far more likely to build a competitive advantage over those who are simply posting as, as and when the opportunity arises. Please like and subscribe. That's it for today, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time. Bye.